0: well today we're going to be talking about the road to spiritual maturity and as you know that i've talked to a lot of people about this this subject And this there's a lot of different ideas about what happens after a person is converted to jesus christ and so what i would like to do today is i'd like to try to clear up some of these some of these topics here and i want to talk to you about we're going to have like we do have a theme verse it's second uh, peter chapter one verses four through ten and the idea here is we're going to use this verse to uh, to elaborate on what happens after a person is born again. So I always ask this question is, when you are born again, what's next? Some people might tell you to start praying. Some people might tell you to go to church. You're going to get a whole bunch of different idea ideas about what is actually next. But there's actually step-by-step processes. And so what I want to do to you give you today is eight steps. To the road of spiritual maturity and we'll start in second uh, peter chapter 1 verse 4 i'm going to read this. this is what it says whereby are given unto us the exceedingly great and precious promises that by these we might become partakers of a divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. now everything that happens in as far as a christian is concerned is found in the, in the person of jesus christ you can do nothing apart from him and so what ends up happening, these are great and precious promises. And the promise of Christ is, uh, is afforded to us today, the promise of faith. Uh, we are all the seed of Abraham in Christ. And uh, so the idea is that in this verse there at the end, it says that we have uh, become partakers of a divine nature. This divine nature is when a person gives their life to Christ, they become indwelled by the Holy Spirit. And so what ends up happening is, is that person is now no longer their own. Someone greater is now dwelling inside of them. Now, the issue is, is that when you're born, you're born in the likeness of Adam in the sense that you have a indwelt sin. And so a non-believer has only indwelt sin. So they get excited about sinning. They get excited about uh, they get they don't have all the tools in them that uh, a divine nature to help them and guide them and lead them like a Christian does. This Holy Spirit that dwells inside of us enables us to do and make good decisions. And so it is important to know that only a Christian has indwelt sin and indwelt Holy Spirit. So what ends up happening is is that uh, verse 5 comes in, and besides these things, given all diligence to add to your faith, you're going to add virtue. And so what ends up happening is, is that faith is the first step. You know, when a person gives their life to Christ, they... They uh, develop faith. Uh, it's actually a gift, and what ends up happening is, is that the next thing that they do is they add virtue. That's also known as power. It's also in some translations uh, translated as moral excellence. But depending on what, it doesn't matter what version you have. But the idea about virtue is this: to learn to say no to sin by the power that is dwelling inside of you now. So um, it is by this moral excellence that we say no to sin. So is faith, then moral excellence. And then you add to moral excellence knowledge. The third step is knowledge. And so what ends up happening is, is that knowledge is when you get into the word. You have to wash yourself continually by the word. And what uh, this happens on a daily basis. So there's no, no confusion about that. But knowledge has a side effect. It has the tendency to want to puff up a person. We notice that First Corinthians chapter eight verse one, Knowledge puffs up. And so what ends up happening is is there's a side effect. And so it's common that you see somebody that's a Christian, they say some things right, but they come across as being completely arrogant. And this is what it is, is that they're just in this level of Christianity. They have have been born again, and they have uh, uh, virtue, but they just haven't grown in knowledge, and so therefore they're arrogant. Which leads us to the fourth step, which is, uh, temperance, the ability to have patience, basically, and so what ends up uh, we end up having long long suffering with these with uh, people and circumstances, and so temperance is actually self control. Uh, patience will come after that, but temperance is actually self control, is where you so you're able to control yourself with others, but specifically control your pride. And so what the idea is is that a person. A person will learn to say uh, to control all those all those things that are in their life that makes them uh, lash out at people and circumstances. Yeah, to <laughs> yeah to that after That's that is well patience, that. and patience uh, lead to uh, uh, the ability to say have patience in people and circumstances. Patience then leads to. Godliness. Godliness is the one step that would uh, kind of governs how we show piety towards God. It is, you know, you see some, some guys that are Christians, but they don't want to really go to church. They don't really want to worship. This is, this is the step where they need to learn that. Uh, godliness is what draws us close to the Lord and allows us to have piety. And we're not too concerned about what other people think because we're more concerned about the Lord. So that's, it's an interesting step. The next step would be brotherly kindness. Now, this is a light minded kindness. It's a, a Christian faith. Kindness It's something that uh, that we do as Christians that we didn't do as non-believers. Non-believers don't want to be a ground Christian. They think they can't understand it. It's foolishness to them. And the last step was charity. And some versions, versions of the Bible just refer to it as straight up love. It's not just the lower levels of love. It's agape love. You got uh feel of love, you got natural affections and you got agape love. Agape love is the kind of love God shows towards a person. And uh, we show unconditional love towards somebody by doing these things. Now, I break these things down into categories. The baby in Christ level is faith, moral excellence, and knowledge. And the intermediate Christian level is the next three, which would be self-control, patience, And godliness. And then the mature traits would be brotherly kindness and agape love. And so you can break these three down. And this information is not designed for you can be little people by saying, oh, you're just a baby in Christ. But the idea is, is to help you to know where a person is and help them grow. And that's the purpose of the whole thing. What I think is interesting is that the conclusion of these verses here that says that if you do these things and they're in your life constantly, that you will never fall. You will never stumble. You will not have to worry about if you're consistently growing, you don't have to worry about anything. We hope you enjoyed this little short message today and on the road to spiritual maturity. And we'll get get something else together for you next time around. Have a good day.